Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, this is your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up. On today's episode, we have LaFaris Risby. LaFaris Risby is founder of LaFaris Inc. and Loving Arms Child Care Services out of Junction City, Kansas, in Atlanta, Georgia. She's a certified family life educator, as well as a domestic abuse survivor. She just recently launched LaFaris Inc., a publishing, training, and intellectual development company to begin a new professional chapter as a business strategist, speaker, author, and executive coach. As such, she helps clients overcome their challenges by finding direction, purpose, and success in their life and business. Despite a challenging beginning, she has spent the past 20 years building the successful Loving Arms Child Care and Preschool, which is recognized as the largest African-American woman-owned business in her community. She shares her journey in her new book, Dare to Dream, which chronicles her experiences as a young teenage mother trapped in an abusive relationship who ultimately make the decision to change the trajectory of her life. So I present to you all LaFaris Visby. Good morning, LaFaris. Good morning. How are you this morning? I cannot complain. I am in the land of the living. Yes, yes, yes. And we are so excited to have you on the podcast today. I am excited as well. So we're going to get straight into this interview. Okay. So of course, this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. LaFaris, what is your definition of purpose? My definition of purpose is living the life that you were created by God to live. Yeah, simple, just as that. It's simple. <laughs> simple. One sentence only. That is absolutely true. And I tell people, you know, I ask this question every interview. Some may have short explanations. Some may have longer explanations. But after that, they all boil down to the same exact thing. What wakes you up in the morning? Yeah. What gets your, you know, what gets you drive? What's what's your drive? You know, you might have a purpose. Your purpose today might be to, I don't know, invest in someone's business because that's what's on your heart. Tomorrow, it might be something different. So, you know, it, it can change by the day. And it's not something that you're going to find out overnight, neither. Like, you're not going to wake and you say, you know what, this is my purpose today. No, that's it's true. going to be different things that God makes you do in your life, things that you're going to encounter, whether they're good or they're bad, for you to understand what your true life purpose is. This is that's true. That is, so, that is very true. Yeah. If you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be and why? One word. Mm-hmm. I am determined. Mm-hmm. That is the one word that I can use that I can really describe myself. I'm determined. Um, I feel like I was placed on earth to make a difference. And at all costs, I'm going to pursue making that difference no matter what. The good mm-hmm. days, the bad days, the ups, the downs, every situation, I have purpose in that situation where I'm going to move forward and I'm going right. to make it the best. Yes. Like you said, despite what may be going on, you still got to put your best foot forward. You always have to. Always put that best foot forward, listeners. Don't let your obstacles deter you on where you need to go. 
or where you need to be because it's going to be times, of course, we feel like we're not capable of doing things. But if it's, it, it, if it gives you enough drive and it's something that you want to do, just keep doing it. Do whatever it takes to get where you need to go. That's true. And it's going to be times you don't want to just, you don't, that you don't want to. It's going to, they don't think it's always going to be rosy. It's always going to be peaky. Yeah. It's going to be time when you don't, you don't want to do nothing where you just like, okay, I, I just, I, I just don't feel like I want to go on no further. But during those times, you got to step back and look from where you have come from to the stage where you are now. Yeah. Don't yeah. never forget where you come from because it is so important to think about your past because it will propel your future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. I agree with Ferris. That's it right there. That is it. I preach that all the time. All the time. <laughs> so can you give our listeners um, a little backstory on how you basically got inspired to do what you do today? I decided to listen to the voice of God, and he told me to come to Junction City, Kansas. That was in Arkansas. And I did. And when I got here, I was going through a divorce. And I I started my business out of the necessity. Um, okay. I had no idea I was going to start a business. So I started out of necessity. And so I got here with $50, no place to live. And I said, okay, you got to figure this thing out. You're going to have to sink or swim because you have two small children that you need to feed. You know, at wow. the time, my daughter, my daughter was... 11 and my son was seven, I believe. And I had to figure it out. You, you, sometimes God will propel you. He will put you in a situation where you have to depend on and rely on him, but he'll mm-hmm. also not, he, he, he won't leave you. And he had gave me Joshua one. Every place I tread my foot up on, I would possess the land. And when I got here, I thought that I was ultimately going to reconcile with my ex-husband because mm-hmm. I heard God tell me I would not let the enemy destroy your marriage. And I took that to be in the natural, but really that was a spiritual thing. He meant mm-hmm. that he wouldn't let God, he wouldn't let, he wouldn't let the devil destroy my marriage to him. Mm-hmm. So when I got here, I had, I had to walk, I had, I just stepped out on faith. I, I mean, I remember being so afraid that my legs were shaking as I got on that Greyhound bus that I could even stop them from shaking, but I could feel a draw something propelling me. I shouldn't say something. It was the spirit of God that was propelling me and pushing me and moving me forward to come. Wow. And I can truly say, I, I have not missed a beat since I've been here. Have, have everything been perfect? No. But God has been faithful. He told me that he w- that I wouldn't be hungry, I wouldn't be in lack, and I was not. And I have not been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lord, I can only imagine what your thoughts were. At that age, trying to figure out what you needed to do and whether it was a good move or a bad move. And like you said, you heard him say, you know, about your marriage, but it was the marriage with him, which is so important. Like, people have to understand, you have to put that first. You are, like, indebted to Jesus or whomever you believe in before any man out here. So women, take note, you know, don't don't keep yourself in a situation when he say go, go. When he and because he'll he'll make your pathway. Now I'm not gonna say it's not gonna be crooked, but if you listen, right. he'll mm-hmm. make your pathway he'll he'll make your pathway straight. He will have people to come up and give you things that don't even know you. My first apartment, yeah. the man gave it to me, he said, because I look like I pay my rent. Oh wow. I just walked up <laughs> and my right hand to God, I just started crying. And I was like, okay, I don't know. I just told a man my whole life story. And he looked at me. He said, wow. because you're money, he said, I'm going to give you the keys to the apartment. He said, and I'm going to give it to you because you look like you'll pay your rent. 
Now, I don't know what I was looking like that day because I felt <laughs> crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. But that was how I got my first apartment here in Johnson City, Kansas. And I did not like that apartment. But God told me, do not despise small beginnings because it was mm-hmm. a basement apartment and I didn't like where it was located. I didn't like nothing okay. about it. And God said, do not despise small beginnings. And so as I moved forward, God would take me periodically back to that apartment to remind me from which I had came from. You know, sometimes yeah. you try to get too big for your pants and God has to remind you, don't forget mm-hmm. where you came from because you, you are there for a purpose. I'm in this position now for a purpose. And, and the purpose is not to be selfish. I felt because I want to help other women yeah. as, aspire and become what God has called and created them to be. Yeah. And yeah, usually yeah. It's, it's people sometimes, you know, I had the faith to just step out there. Not everybody has that. But sometimes they got to see, you know, hey, God did this for her. He has no respect to person. He'll do it for me. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is the absolute truth on so many levels. Like, you just got to learn how to listen to him, ladies. Like, learn how to listen when he's talking. He will, I mean, not saying you won't have full-blown conversations with him like me and LaFerris is having right now. But he will connect with you through people, places, and things. And you just have to learn how to pay attention to the signs. The signs are there. He's just waiting for you to pay attention. But he's not going to give you more than you need at that current time. So if he's already trying to tell you about something and you haven't seen it yet, I mean, he might try a different couple ways so you can see what he's talking about. But he's not fitting to give you, let's say, a million dollars if right now in your life you don't deserve a million dollars. And I learned this. If you if he can't trust you to do what you need to do with a thousand, he can't give you ten thousand. If right. he can't trust you with ten thousand, he's not going to give you a hundred thousand. And so I used to always tell people, the spirit is he's a gentleman. He's not going to push his will on you because he gave us our own will. So he's not going to push his stuff on on us. We have to listen and obey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but Jesus, what a great man! <laughs> what a great man! So can you tell our um, listeners about um, your new business, LaFerris, Inc., and how do you help your clients achieve the results they desire? Um, LaFerris, Inc. is a development and intellectual property company that I launched my book, Dirty Dream, through, and because I'm a self-publisher. And so what I do with that organization is because I have worked, I've worked primarily so many years in the family and child care um, arena. I decided, you know, it's time for me to start branding myself, branding affairs, the person she is, um, the, the things that I want to aspire to do. And once my um, children took over the child care company, that freed me up that time to start working on this brand. Um, so what I do is I assist women. I've assisted men in becoming and finding their purpose, finding that work and life balance, finding who they are, finding how to start their dreams, finding what which way. You know, what do I do? I know I have a vision. I know I have a dream, but what do I do? Because it's steps. In my Dirty Dream book, I take them through those strategies and those steps. I use my story to ingrain those strategies and those steps on what God did and how he did it for me. He can do it for you. You just have to kind of sit down and pay attention and write things down. You have to have a vision. And so I decided I would use that. I would use that platform. To do that, so I'm going to be um, launching Dare to Dream Radio, um, Dare, a Dare to Dream Radio show here in the coming of 2020, and that's what it's going to be a lot about. It's going to be a lot about your dream, your vision. Um, we're going to have a lot of different guests on there with their businesses and talking to people and 
finding out their dreams and trying to connect people. And one of the reasons why I wanted to do it across the Internet was because we I see the world like Facebook. We're all interconnected some kind of way. And I may have a piece right here in Junction City, Kansas, but you may be in Utah and need a piece from somebody that's in Atlanta or a piece from somebody that's in Kansas City, Missouri, or in Los Angeles, California. You might hear that piece that you needed and that contact to move your dream to the next level because it's not always where we are that everything we need is not always at the exact location that we are. Exactly. That's true. That is true. That is so great that you're going to be launching that in 2020. I'm excited about that. I'm super excited. It's something new for me, but I feel like this. I I recently, um, I recently, we still have a home in Johnson City, Kansas, still have our business there, but I recently moved to Atlanta. And I was like, okay, I'm finna step out there again. I'm I'm just going to pretend it's the same $50 that you told me to step here with, and I'm going to step out there, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to trust him. I'm going to believe him. He's going to make all the connections that I need to make, all the people that I need to see, all the people that need to help me, and I need to help them. Because, see, I don't meet people by coincidence. For me, every person I meet, it's a design reason that I met them. Either I'm supposed to pour something into their life or they're supposed to pour something into my life or vice versa. It's never a coincidence. Everybody you meet is is divinely planned. I'm not on here with you this morning by accident or chance. Nothing for me is by accident or chance. Everything is orchestrated and is a divine purpose in it. You just have to step back and ask yourself, what's the purpose? Why am I doing this or why am I doing that? And sometimes we have to get in that quiet space and get away from our busyness. And as business women, we especially have to step back and get into that quiet space because we're so many people every day. We're a mother, a sister, a cousin, a friend, a coworker. You know, we're a business owner. I mean, we are just so many people every day until stuff is just constantly moving. And sometimes you have to stop and ask yourself, okay, am I still on the track that I need to be on? Is it something I need to switch? And don't be afraid to change. I, you know, I, I, I've never been afraid of failure. Because for me, failure is not failure. It's just that didn't work, but it taught me a valuable lesson because it taught me for the next stage of my career or where I'm going. Right. At some point, that failure is going to help me. That's the truth. That's the truth. All it is is a lesson. You got you to gotta see the lesson in everything. And don't always see the negative in everything. Sometimes right. we, we step back and we see the negative in everything. Be grateful for where you are on this very day, this very day that you got, that you were woke up. Ask yourself, what am I grateful for? Find something to be grateful for. And then instead of saying, I don't have this, I don't have this, I, what do you have? What's in yes. your hands that you have? Mm-hmm. Count your blessings, people. Count your blessings. So I'm sure you probably had a role model or a mentor growing up. I want to know who it was. And did it change over the years? My mother died when I was six, and she died that I could live. So in my world, it's two people I know died for me. My mother and Jesus Christ. So those for mm-hmm. me were the biggest mentors that, that I, that, that I had and that I still have. Now God has blessed me with other people to be in my life to mm-hmm. assist me moving forward in my journey. But my two main mentors for me are my two main people for me were, you know, Jesus Christ and my mother because they both gave something that nobody else gave me, which was life. Yeah. And so, yeah, I have, I have mentors. I have people that I work with, but no one can compare to those two people. Yes. That's the first time somebody mentioned Jesus. That's the first time. 
that's the first time, but it, it makes it makes sense. You said like those are the two people who gave me life, which is so because true. if it hadn't been for, if it weren't if it weren't for God knew who I was before I ever was here. Right. My mother, she gave her life that I could live. And I asked myself for years, would I have been able to do the same for a child that I didn't know what they were going to do, how they were going to live, what 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 kind of life they were going to have, if they were going to decide to do something or was they going to decide to just let life be life and just right. live. Right. So I asked myself, I asked myself those, I asked myself those questions, you know, how it must have felt to know that she was dying that somebody else could live. I don't know what it felt like for her or Jesus because I've never had to make that choice. Thank you, Jesus. Right. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I asked myself, would I have been selfish? Self, if I would have been, if I wasn't selfless enough to make that choice. And honestly, I'm a real transparent person. I can't say I would have been. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I'm real transparent. So I'm not going to sit and say, oh, girl, yeah, I would have. Uh-uh, I ain't going to lie to you. That's the truth. I mean. And this, and that's and that's why I created this platform so people can be transparent, you know. And it's so important to let you let the listeners know the real deal. Like, listen, I went through this, or you know, I came in contact with that, and this is how I got through it. Which leads to my next question: What do you feel was your biggest challenge to get where you are today, and how did you overcome that? Hmm, my biggest challenge. My biggest challenge. Let me think about that one real quick. <laughs> my, my big, I've had so many of them. My biggest challenge. I think my biggest challenge was, I would say, believing in believing in myself. I think that was my biggest challenge was was believing in myself, having the faith to believe that I was good enough, that I am good enough, right? And, and trusting myself and believing in myself and moving forward, irregardless of what people may say. Right. Because, see, people, when you have a dream, people will automatically come up against that dream and tell you, you can't do this and you can't do that and you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. And you have all these naysayers going on in the back of your mind. So you have to decide. And in your mind, you start doubting yourself because some of these yeah. people that are telling you this, they could be family members, coworkers, people that are older than you, been more experienced than you, know more about life than you. But you got to know. It doesn't matter who else. You got to know, and you got to believe in yourself, and you got to trust yourself. Above all else, you got to stop and say, okay, I got to put one foot in front of the other. If I put one step, one foot in front of the other, if I make one step, got to make one step. If I make one step, and then start putting one foot in front of the other, you got to believe in who you are, who you were created to be, the destiny that you have within yourself. You got to know that you know that you know. Right. No, that's the truth. Everything and sometimes that's harder said yeah. than done. You know, that sometimes yeah. that's, that, that's not always easy. It, it was, it was, it was challenging. It was times where I didn't always feel adequate. And it's even times now where I don't feel always feel adequate because as you grow your business or as you move, even in your personal life, as you move, there's going to be things that you don't know. And so it's going to make you feel inadequate. At some point, you're going to always feel inadequate. But because you feel that way, that, do that mean you stay there? No, you don't stay there. Because what you don't know is somebody else do know. And there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing. Everything has already transpired and happened before. Look at the world or the things going around you. Yeah. Look at, you know, I was I went to a Dolomite mixer not too long ago, and we, we were dressed in the 70s. And I'm like, I don't have nothing to wear. I don't have nothing to wear. 
And then I thought, some of my clothes right now, it's 2019. And some of my clothes look like 70 clothes. Right. <laughs> Get yep. to, you know, and so nothing, no, there's nothing new under the sun. So what you don't know, somebody else does know. That's where those mentors and those people and those people and those connections and building those relationships, that's where that comes in at. And don't be afraid to ask. There's no dumb question. Don't be afraid. If you don't know it, you don't know it. When I wrote my first business plan, I had no clue as to what I was doing. Right. And I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I, you know, I, I didn't know. When I started my business, I didn't have mentors. I didn't have people. I didn't have the Internet. So I just did whatever God told me. So when I wrote my first business plan, my first page had, like, my name, address. My second page had, like, a little business description. My third uh-huh. page had, like, my, my checking account information. And then my, my fourth page, I didn't even have a board of directors. I had a consultant. And I had my consultant's name on there. And that was it. And now that I go back and look on that, I'm like, oh, my God, these people must have thought I was crazy coming in here with this. Because now my business page is, like, 90 pages long. <laughs> oh, my God. But at the time, you can't go where you don't know. You take those yeah. baby steps, if you, you know, and you figure out as you go along, and you get you a, a network of people to assist you. And, and right. don't be afraid to ask questions. That's a that's one of the big things that we as women expect. I mean, I can't talk about men because I'm not a man. But I can tell as a woman, if if it's ten things on a sheet of paper, if we don't get all ten of them right, we'll sit back until we find the answer to all ten. Now you take a man. He'll only have answers to six of the questions. He's going to still go for it. Women feel like we have to have everything, A, B, C, and D, every I dotted, every T cross before we can mm-hmm. move forward. And that's, that, that's just not true. Yeah, but it's the so way it's Yeah, we're so detail-oriented. So we feel like we have to have every little, like you said, cross every T and dot every I in place. And then when we feel like things didn't go the way they were supposed to go, we all in the pen. Yeah. All over the place. But that's all right. You, you move like the wind blows. So if something don't work, you just figure what to do next. It has to be you all just, turned yep. to everything that you do. You just go to plan B. A don't work, yep. go to plan B. Plan B don't work, go to C. C don't work, yep. C to a bet. A might, you, somebody else might be done came in on A. Go back and look at it. Mm, that's the truth. So... If you could give your younger self a piece of advice, what would you tell her? Love myself. Mm. Love myself unconditionally. Love myself. That's a good one. That's always a good one. I definitely went through a stage in my life where I wasn't loving on myself the way that I should because I was putting other people before me. And it was unfortunate the circumstances, you know, the the experiences I had to go through, but even after those experiences had went past, I was still not putting myself first. Even in relationships, I wasn't putting myself first. And that was very unhealthy for me. I, I became depressed. I had anxiety attacks. It was just a place that I didn't no longer want to be. So I knew that I had to get myself in order. So it's so crazy that you said that because when I was going through that um, time in my life, I love tattoos. I have tattoos. So I had got a piece put on me that said, love yourself. You are worth it. And it's a constant reminder because it's right on my arm. So I see it every day. So in case I feel like I'm falling into a place (laughs) that I don't want to be, I can always look at that and be reminded that you are lovable, that you are worth it, and that that you can do anything that you want to do. And we have a, we, we as women, we as women, we tend to put everything 
that's part of that nurturing piece of us that we were just yeah that that's that's ingrained in who we are as 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 a as a as a species the first thing we do is we put everything and everyone in front of our own needs but i've learned this one thing you can't help nobody if you ain't healthy you can't help nobody if you if you ain't taking care of your own needs yeah yeah you sure can (laughs) you don't even have the proper tools for real for real to help them especially if you ain't helped yourself this is so true. You can't help somebody get further down their path if you still, if y'all stuck in the same place or you stuck further behind. So it it it, it just doesn't it doesn't work out like that. <laughs> this is it so true. Work out like that. So I know you get busy because when you first started, you 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 was dealing with a lot of children. I just want to know how did you practice or how do you currently practice self love, self care? Um, for me. Self love is I I in I enjoy spending time with my family. That is a big big thing for me. Um, I'm very family oriented, mm-hmm. so I enjoy spending time with them. I enjoy date night with my husband. I, I I tell people, date night is wonderful. I enjoy spending quiet time. I need time to think and regroup. I can't help my clients if I haven't had time to prepare and hear. And sit back and have some quiet time where I can meditate and right. and think about and think about where where we're going and what we're doing. So those are some uh, massages. Mm-hmm. I, I'm big on long baby uh, long long baths with body uh-huh. scrubs. I'm I'm big on that. Get some candles and just sit there, you know. And yes. I know that we deal with a lot of. I know that, and I'm uh, because I am a certified family life educator. I am aware that we have families. I, that is a constant on my mind. So I tell women, when you're a mom, you never take a bath by yourself ever again. Right. Somebody is always constantly on the bathroom door knocking on it. And believe me, it's from the time that they are children till they're adults. My adult daughter still would knock on the bathroom door when she come over to the house. Hey, mom, I need to ask you a question. <laughs> it, but I tell people, just because you can't get an hour to yourself um, to take a nice long bubble bath. The thing about it is, Start with something. Start with something if it's nothing but when you go to the bathroom, you sit down uh, on the toilet for five extra minutes and read an article yeah. um, in your favorite magazine. You have to start somewhere and then build your way up. A lot of times we don't start nowhere because we can't get 30 minutes by ourselves because we got to come home, we got to cook, get the kids ready, get homework done, do all these different things that we got to do. You have to rearrange and prioritize your schedule where if it start with five minutes, and then work your way up to that one hour, to that two hours, to that three hours, to that one day, or that one day a month, or one day a quarter. But you've got to figure out, especially if you're trying to move into your own business or you're trying to move to the C-suite in your corporation, you've got to yeah. find ways to be very creative to get your me time because you need that in order to pour out to the other people that you're going to be working with. Yes, Absolutely. Yes, get that me time in, y'all. Get the me time in. So I see your author. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about Dare to Dream? Yes, I love Dare to Dream. Dare to Dream took me, no, it took me a little while to write. It probably took me a few years to actually get it written. And it talks about overcoming life's obstacles and having the faith to believe that the impossible is possible. It takes a chronological period of when my mother died all the way up into the abusive relationship. Um, my fifth, uh, I was 15 when I had my daughter. She was one pound and nine ounces. 
up wow. until me marrying this this abuser, getting the divorce from him, starting my business, um, becoming the largest African-American business, um, becoming a 10,000 Goldman Sachs business. All those pieces to the puzzle I went through that through that book in order to establish the seven different elements of what you need or what I felt like that I did through this book to help you move into your journey, whether it's your personal yeah. journey or your professional journey. That is awesome. That is awesome. Beard a dream. Now, has the book already released or is it about to get released? No, it's already released, and you can actually okay. purchase it on the website, and it will be okay. coming out electronically in uh, 2020. It'll be coming out the first half, uh, the first part of 2020 electronically. But right now, you can purchase it on the actual website, and it'll be signed and mailed to you. Awesome. That is awesome. Can you tell our listeners about any upcoming events or projects you may have? The radio, as I said, the radio show, Dare to Dream, will be uh, released uh, the first part of uh, January of 2020. It's going to be on B-Talk. So I'm going to be posting it all over Facebook and all my social media outlets. I will be having a Dirty Dream series that will start in 2020. Um, the first one will be in Atlanta, and it'll be 2020. It'll be on the 24th of January in Atlanta, and it'll be a series that's going to talk about um, vision, vi uh, your vision for 2020. And I'll be having um, something every quarter 2020 that'll be talking about different things through Dirty Dream, mm -hmm. where uh, it'll help you not only personal. But if you're launching a business or you're looking at launching a business or you're trying to move up the corporate ladder or, hey, just face it, you're, 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 you're a mom and you just want to be a more productive mom in your household. Because guess what? Being a mom and being, being, being a caretaker, that was my very first business. People mm. don't realize your home, I ran my home like a business. I mean, you got you to gotta pay bills. You got to get groceries. You you got to pay yeah. light bill, water bill. It's a business. You just probably don't see it that way, but it really is a business. You just in the business of taking care of your family and making sure that right. your family have all the needs met and being phenomenal at it. Wow. So it's not always that. you have to be a business owner or you have to be in the corporate world. I want to make sure that I reach those women that are still at home because there's nothing wrong with being at home. Yeah. Yes, I'm excited for this. I am super excited for this. So how can our listeners find you on social media? Social media is Facebook, LaFerris Risby. Since my name is uh, kind of unique, every all my handles is LaFerris Risby. So Twitter is LaFerris Risby. LinkedIn is LaFerris Risby. Instagram is LaFerris Risby. So if you go to LaFerris Risby, you'll be able to find all me on social media. Facebook, you'll probably see a couple profiles. You'll see my personal one and you'll see my business profile. Yes, find her, y'all. And before we go, can you give our listeners one piece of advice in regards to bossing up, not just in business, but in life? Yes. I have a couple things, and one of them is making your mark while not missing your mark. And for me, that's all about family and legacy. And then the other one I remember my father telling me when I was 15 years old and has stuck with me with every decision I made. He told me the decisions you make today will affect your tomorrow, right or wrong, good or bad. Everything mm -hmm. you do affects somebody else. And when it's time to change, be willing to do what's necessary, even if it is a difficult choice. That's, right. I mean, that's the best advice I can give to anybody. But that's good piece of advice, though. Both those pieces are really good. 
and I hope they vote that down. <laughs> that was, those two pieces of advice were really good. I was just so happy and excited to have you on the podcast today, LaFerris. You really, like, dropped the gym and gave some good nuggets. So I hope our listeners are writing those things down and also writing those things down of how they can contact you on social media. I have truly enjoyed this morning. It's it's, it's a beautiful day. It snowed here yesterday. Now today it's supposed to be 60 degrees. Oh, wow. But it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I wouldn't change my journey for nothing. I'm excited to see what God is going to do in this upcoming year. Yes, 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 yes. And with that being said, I hope everyone has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose. Ain't nothing to it. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Boss. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose. Real one. Ain't none to it. Boss.